Alex, what have you done? Just destroying everything, that's fine. Oh, you Wally. Bouncing around like Clifford. You dro- What are you doing? You're fumbling about. I'm moving. It's all... I'm in like pitch black, <laughs> so I can't see anything on my desk, so it's all just... <laughs> Ah, perfect conditions. I see. You've got to get into the zone. The mood lighting, <laughs> pitch black, <laughs> full focus on the I've monitor. To, yeah, I've got to go to a dark place for this podcast. I didn't know you did that, to be fair. I do. I think I don't like having the lights on. Because um, then I see how dirty my room is. Oh, I see. Well, I it's, um, no, 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 no. It's, um, you know... Oh, what's the phrase, you know, where it's like, uh, I was going to say, hear no evil, speak no evil. It's like, no, that's, that's really not it. It's, um, you know, when you can't see it. It's like, now we'll make up, we'll do a, we'll do a um, fucking, like a Carl Pilkington. We'll just make one up. Like, if you can't see the floor, you won't feel worse than before. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I've coined that. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Thanks, man. If you can't see Definitely the floor, not you won't feel worse than before. <laughs> You're correct. In your circumstance, yes. It's not. It's only really relevant if you have a dirty floor, I guess. But My floor is very dirty right now. It's niche. It's a niche one. <clears throat> I'm not, you know I'm not used to drinking beer. Um, we just had some in the house, but mm. I do that thing where, you know, when you put your bottle down and it just goes, and it just volcanoes out the fucking top. I haven't yeah, got I used mean, to that yet, so I keep putting my beer down. And it just, just erupts everywhere. Um, are you, are you slamming it on the desk? <laughs> no, in anger. I'm very frustrated about this movie. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it deliberately. It's just, you know... Actually, I don't really know why I'm doing it. I'm just putting it down and it just gets all excited. <laughs> um, um, yeah, no, I, yeah. I can't relate to that necessarily. I understand... That happens. I I think I think it usually re- requires some force to to make uh, that. Maybe happen. I just have a lot of repressed anger that comes out when when you drink. <laughs> when I try to drink, that's awful. No, no, no. Um, no, I'm just not used to it. It's like a perfect shape, a bottle for to make a perfect volcano. I've got like a pool of beer that's just sitting off the side of the desk there. Um, I perfectly covered up while recording this. Um, not so much anymore. I've just told everyone I've done it but you know we can all that there's worse problems in the world like um film we watched of recently mm-hmm. I don't know why we did it to ourselves well actually I didn't want to do it <laughs> the people asked for it I don't even know if the people asked for it but we did it um, <laughs> yeah no that is also true not everyone did ask for it Alex so why did we do it that's, um, a good, that's, good, that's a good I want to start asking that why did we do it why did we watch this film? Funny. It's not funny. Uh, hi guys, welcome back to Fine Draft. Sorry it's a bit late. Um, yeah. You know, we're busy. Adam fled the country. All sorts of things happening. I did, I tried to escape. And it didn't work. I got it's on a whole deal. I, I got <coughs> shit back in a shipping container, and I had no access to a computer there, or a microphone, or anything like that. Um, um, I don't really want the Daleks. So I don't want to talk about it. Well, we're here now. As you can tell by the 
uh, the title of this episode. We watched Clifford, the Big Red Dog, uh, 2021 Bye-bye. movie directed by Wolf <sighs> Becker, um, starring the one and only Jack Whitehall. Uh, Our King. Who else was in this? Uh, Darby Camp, I don't know who that is. Tony Hale, I don't know who that is. Uh, John Cleese, some other people. Anyway. John Cleese, man. John Cleese, John Cleese. is in this film. Um, Clifford the Big Red Dog. Mm. Andy Serkis did the mocap for Clifford. Um, oh, did he? That's yeah. cool. He is an expert after all. Yeah. In, in between shooting Venom, yeah, he did this. <laughs> I will admit, there was... um. This was the only film that I saw advertised abroad. Um, I went to I went to Spain, and um, this was I shit you not the only film poster I ever saw. It was really? everywhere. Hmm. The only thing I feel like it, it felt like it followed me because I tried to make any excuse, even fleeing the country, to not watch this movie for this podcast. But even that didn't save me. It was spotted everywhere. It was just. Um, it was on buses. It was on billboards. It was there was there was no other film basically. It was uh, we even saw a cinema, and I'm pretty sure it was the only thing they were showing. Um, wow! <laughs> so it's it's a big hit apparently. Yeah. Okay. Weird. Well, I have a, I have a theory about films that end up on. If you see a film on a bus, if you see advertising it's on a bus, it's never a good idea. Yeah. It's it's probably not going to be a hit. Um, yeah. Was Silence of the Lambs on a bus? Probably. Or the thing. Probably. probably. I mean, like, nowadays, I feel like if you see it on a bus, it's probably not worth it. Yeah. That's and it's, it's usually always kids' films. It's usually always a kids' film that's on the bus. And it's and, it, and they don't change it, you know. They they leave it up there for a long time. So For, for months, yeah. I you'll, see a, you'll see a poster for Peter Rabbit 2 floating about. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's, it must be really cheap to do it. That's why all the the shittier or low lower budget films go on the buses. Um, they go for so. really long amounts of times. Maybe. I saw uh, my bus today had a uh, a Spider Man poster on it. So um, there we go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> We're gonna have a fun time on Wednesday. Mm. Anyway, if we're even allowed in the fucking cinema, yeah. <laughs> shot on the door. Yeah. Um. Right, where to begin with this movie? That's a good question. Yeah, I guess because it has, it's had this kind of, um, it's, uh, it struck a chord with us the second we saw, <laughs> saw a trailer <laughs> for it. I think uh, we 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 both sort of knew. Oh yeah, this is uh, this is going to be one of those. I've said on previous episodes, I've said with when we talked about Paddington that like I'm, uh, I, I'm a fan of the kids' film. I think there's like a way to do a good kids' film. And um, sure. just because it's a kids movie doesn't mean it has to be a dumb movie or a lazy movie. So I was kind of like, okay, maybe you know, Clifford, Big Red Dog, maybe maybe it'd be charming, maybe you know, it would be interesting, maybe kind of funny, you know. Um, and it was just kind of really boring. <laughs> um, it was quite something. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I don't know. I, I'm sort of like. I've been I've been keeping up with the general reviews and people have just kind of been saying like, well, if kids like it, whatever. But again, it's that attitude that I really dislike because, you know, that's not the kind of mindset that went into something like Paddington or any other kind of like classic kids film. Um, 
just yeah this this clifford film <laughs> not that i have any kind of personal attachment to clifford the big red dog as a brand but i'm kind of like i don't know i'm a <laughs> Uh, I, I, I'm amazed it seemed like no one really gave a shit um, it's just very boring it's very like uh, bland um, it's not very charming <laughs> it, it seems to fail at anything it could possibly deliver on um, it's tight I guess it, it, it goes by pretty quick but uh, I don't know man yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's it's definitely the stinker but it, it's not the uh I don't know it wasn't as it wasn't even as like um so bad it's good. <laughs> I was kind of hoping for. That's I think that's what I went in for as well. I was like, even if it's really bad, I could still have a giggle about it. You know, it's uh, it wasn't even that. It I was hoping there'd be some charming elements of it. You know, maybe the CG would be really good, and I could say, well, well done VFX artists. <laughs> you know, you really pulled it out the bag on this one. <laughs> Doing a big red CGI dog. That's that's not easy. Um. It was yeah, it was it was Clifford the Big Red fucking disappointment, um, and yeah, it's weird uh, to say it's weird to say we were disappointed by this, but yeah, I did feel kind of disappointed. I did, I did feel disappointed. I, I, because there's worth saying. Obviously, we're two twenty-two-year-old blokes going in to watch a kids' movie. That that's not a good statistic to start off with, is it? But. I will say, you know, kids' movies, there's absolutely no excuse for being bad because many animations that are uh, aimed towards kids and you look at Pixar and all this, there's a lot of... you can The charm and the um, and the art that is put into those kind of movies sometimes is... Well, it, it sticks to you forever. Like, a good kids' movie will... You'll see it when you're a kid and it will... You know, there will be something that will stick with you forever. Um, and... So it can't be like diminished as like, oh, it's a kid's movie. Of course, you're not going to like it. Yeah, um, yeah I'd agree. Because Clifford is a big IP, you know, it's like uh, in, in terms of um, material for kids, like books and stuff. Because it, it was a book, right? It was... Um, uh, yeah. I, I, I tried very hard to think back to if I ever read it as a kid <laughs> I don't and think, what um, actually happens in it other than being being really big and red. <laughs> so I don't, think, um, I don't think Clifford ever really... I think it has like kind of through osmosis um, appeared in like British culture, but um, it's more of an, Amer- an American thing. Uh, Clifford's more Clifford's kind of like the face of the whole Scholastic brand, apparently, which I don't really know. Um, oh, so those like you know kids' books that they kind of sell to schools. He's like the face of that essentially. Um, which you know isn't like a, a grand tapestry to pull from I guess when you're trying to like come up with a story but um, <laughs> even that element of it felt kind of weird in this movie that um, this kind of uh, very basic for kids character um, the kind of narrative they went for and um, like I don't know yeah it, it, <laughs> I don't know maybe there's like hardcore Clifford heads out there who are going to be like uh yeah, they they really fucked up. They really missed the point. They missed the trick here. I don't know. Um, it seems a little off. Um, but you know, if, like I reference Pendleton, and that, that that you know that's another thing where it's like just kind of kids' books, and there's not like a rich law there or anything. They're quite simple. Um, it's not to draw set from. rules. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, sure. Uh, 
enough creativity and ideas and imagination you can you can kind of do anything with it um but this movie kind of i don't know it's it's uh it's 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 a weird blend of like a of a dog movie and a CGI animal movie, um, and then you know just kind of other elements of like that like every kind of modern film has to have in. There's a bit where Clifford goes viral. There's a bit where she's getting bullied. <laughs> a meme of her go- the kid goes viral. She's getting bullied. Um, there's an evil tech company. Uh, Clifford yeah. does vigilante antics at one point. It's like <laughs> it's a weird melting pot of um, kind of like the first three ideas you would come up with, I suppose. That's in, that's an interesting thing as well. Is that you, I think that's absolutely fair to say that you would just think of these ideas straight away and then they kind of ran with it. It felt like a kind of um, like there wasn't many drafts of the script. They kind no. of was like, hey. Uh, it gave like someone assignment at the office and was like, "Hey, go away, write this, see what." And then it's like, "Oh, that's that's cool." And on the front is just scribbled like, "Oh, this is supposed to be." I imagine Jack Whitehall in this in this. Um, we should have a conversation. I don't know. I feel like not a lot of thought went into that aspect of it. Um, hate to say it, but it's it's really not that deep of a, well, of a yeah. script. Uh, yeah, even um, even like. Um there's there's glaring well considered yeah and there's kind of glaring issues with uh the script <laughs> like which sounds again it's stupid but i mean it sounds so dumb but it's, it's so fair it's like true. you know they have this whole thing about how the kids what's the kid the kid's name uh good question elizabeth. alex I, I don't remember i think her name was elizabeth she's the girl who takes clifford anyway um yeah her, her mother is british and she's going away to Britain or whatever to do business. British things. To do British things. Um, and then, so her uncle is going to be looking after her, who is Jack Whitehall's character. And Jack Whitehall is a very British man. <laughs> he's very, you know, he's very British. He's very posh and British and suits um, the, yeah, whole thing. But for some reason, he's using an American <laughs> accent in this, which is... Um, Why? Just terrible, first of all. It's one of the worst American accents I've heard recently um but yeah it's, it's stuff like that where it's like well why did you even did no one did no one like read the scripts and when they were casting or shooting or whatever go wait a minute what why why why, why are we doing this <laughs> if we if the if, you know it's little inconsistencies like that um i noticed how like every supporting character has a quirk you know every supporting character has like a little has their thing and that gets incorporated somehow, which, um, you know, again, Paladin is an example. That's something they do in Paddington, right? They introduce these kind of character traits and then mm. they become relevant throughout the film. Uh, but in this, it's kind of like the worst version of that where, you know, you meet a couple who are lawyers and then we don't see them for the rest of the film and then they turn up at the end of the film to do lawyer stuff because they're the lawyers needs them to do it and, oh, they're lawyers, so it fits and... It's just very like yeah, it's, it's very lazy like that. Um, you know, even well, even Clifford becoming big red dog is kind of um, I don't know. I mean, I get it. It's a it's like a kids' fantasy thing, and uh, oh, I love made him big or whatever. I don't, I, you know, whatever. That's not what my problem is. My problem is more like 
you know why 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 did he they, they, this like weird magic pound pick her <laughs> why you know why did he turn big instead of anything else um yeah you know all these kind of details and and like I look, there's this kind of lack of interest in the central idea like okay you got big red dog i think my first instinct would be let's explore <laughs> let's explore big red dog um alien term- descendant <laughs> no just in terms of like okay what's like what's what are things that dogs do that if they were big and red would be very inconvenient and they do a bit of that you know he chases the the, the people in the zorbies or whatever and uh and he's wagging his tail and it's thumping everywhere but i would have just you know like i felt like you could have just filled the film with that you know and mm. uh, and it was just kind of a bit more of a heartwarming tale a they, they kind of situation. had like that scene where he was all the all the things of uh, everything around him was affected by the fact that he was a dog just bigger mm. like not being able to fit in the house and bit causing the chaos and then you just kind of fit in very well after that you just you just was there all the time just listening to the conversation having a good time <laughs> also the yeah. rest of the plot went on yeah, just sitting like, very nicely in the car it's just that was that was it as soon as a body turns up the whole issue of the dog is big and red stops really being an issue <laughs> yeah, outside, it's, uh, of, uh, outside of that it's like all these different ideas coming together and none of them work mm-hmm. um, and the, the the Jack Hart Whitehall being American was a hilariously bad choice uh, that also made no sense because of the fact that his sister is English yeah like, is, and uh, very posh and uh, clearly like uh, <laughs> like she, you know, she she's a lawyer and uh, the house was beautiful and all this she's in the middle of New York Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know I was actually kind of surprised that it didn't talk as well like what the dog <laughs> yeah like it was it was it, it was mo- it was it was a script another draft away from that happening I think um, and I can't tell if it was affected uh, you know if maybe if Chris Pratt gave it a go you know it would solidify him more as a voice acting genius. I don't know what would have made that actually better other than them actually paying more attention to to it being a character rather than a big thing that was right. an inconvenience. Yeah, you know? I mean, the dog is very... The, the titular dog is it's very not really, strange. It's not, really a, it's not really a character. It's just like an, an emotionless thing and then his emotion... And the emotion comes through in certain parts and it's just like... Yeah. I think... Cause you, it's like, okay, man. It's weird, isn't it? Because he, he's not even like. I mean, first of all, he's kind of just freaky looking. Um, oh, completely. We, we, really uncanny valley. When we were watching, we were talking about like when when he was small, he just looked wrong. Like he had a little peanut <laughs> he had head, a massive head, and his body, and like the way he the way he moves is not how a dog moves. And like yeah. I was speaking about this, like dogs can emote, but not to the degree that a human face can so when you have a dog like fully like frowning and stuff it just looks it's wrong weird. and it's very creepy and unsettling <laughs> and then the way they interact with Clifford that he's not even likeable like the way the characterization of the dog he's not even likeable he's just kind of he's he's annoying there are points in the film where I'm like yeah get rid of get rid of the dog <laughs> you know like Jack Whitehall's like this is insane like we can't do it and I was like yeah just get rid of it it's 100% weird. agree <laughs> yeah. 100% I actually agree with you and, um, um, well, I think yeah. that's I think that's a major flaw in your Big Red Dog movie when the Big Red Dog <laughs> is very unlikable 
<laughs> yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, and like so, um, again, I could see I could see a Marley and me situation where older dog's a little shit, but we grow to love him, and that's where we end up. Well, but mm, the film doesn't do that. <laughs> no, so, he's just um, always you don't like him. Well, yeah. he, he's like you as the audience. I don't mean I don't know. Maybe kids were like, like I guess maybe kids were like it, but like you, I felt I do not like the dog. Get rid of the dog. The dog is an issue. And then, out of the equation, and um, then every character is like, we love the dog. <laughs> it's like why? It's not. They're not horrified by it at all. They just kind of gasp, and then it's absolutely fine. It's just like a normal th- normal Tuesday, um, <laughs> which I found quite funny. Everyone was just like, like they had the whole like, American like. America's great thing where they all like came together as New Yorkers and and saved Clifford the dog and it was like again (laughs) Mm. uh, why did why was it set in New York City that was a weird one Um, yeah that that was another choice I didn't really understand Uh, a lot of these kids films it felt like three different kind of movies Um, like that was a weird element to to do it in surely Um, I guess it's just like um, you know, it's like iconography that kids will recognise. Like, oh, New York, and it's associated with other kind of kids' properties. But if it was weird, um, mm. a lot of kids' movies are in New York or like a big city like that. City of Dreams in it. Yeah, and it's just but kind of... you don't of, get um, to see any of it, really. Um, it's, yeah, it's very You wouldn't strange. really know it's in New York. It could just be anywhere. Yeah, um, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> you'd think that you'd um, base it in a city because you want to use like a massive landmark in the mm. film like for for example if it was yeah. in like Paris then you'd want to shoot a scene by the Eiffel Tower or something like that or the Arc de Triomphe um, you, you know what I mean like but there was no there's yeah. none of that here it was just kind of you just filmed it in in, in the suburb in the in the park it's like why and then you just had some like establishing shots in the sky of New York so again you know I, I, I find myself asking like I need to pick out the reasons to why like a like a kid would like this. Like if it was a young young me, what would I pick out that I like about it? And I was really struggling to do that. Because yeah, like the dog is not likable. Like there's nothing like there's no character building with the dog, which I know sounds weird, but there isn't. <laughs> like you think about something that's completely um like has no form of speech whatsoever, like Wally. Yeah. Um they somehow made him likable and he's like you know, he's a robot. He's even less like maneuverable than a than, than a literal puppy, which everyone loves. Um, uh, very, yeah, very strange. Um, and also, Jack Whitehall was there like the whole time acting. I don't. All right, get. I want to put this on the table. <laughs> Just want to put this out there. What is it about the whole man-child thing? The kind of man-child act. Because you obviously have it with like, um, uh, what's it called? Um, what's his name? Mr. Deadpool. Um, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. He has this kind of like man-child thing where he acts like stupid and acts all like emotive and funny lines and all this stuff, like in um, Free Guy, right? And then you have that kind of here because it's, he just acts like, he just runs around screaming and it's like the whole man-child vibe. Do, do, do you reckon 
like people actually vibe with that like kids like they're like that's funny uh, what do you mean by like man child vibe I don't I don't know it's kind of like the it's like how a a kid would would act but it's a it's a man right almost okay like the way in which they react to things, the the, the behaviours, the I think he's the doing, a, di- I think he's doing a bit of a different thing to um to what like Ryan Reynolds does because Ryan, Ryan what Ryan Reynolds does is like a um not to make it sound like he's a intelligent actor because he's not but <laughs> what he does is like a uh, it's not that he's kind of acting like like, like childlike I think it's like everything's kind of ironic and sarcastic. Oh, that's um, true. Yeah, but I see what you mean with Jack Whitehall. He, that that is like the character that he's like a man child. Well, I said it's, I said it's kind of yeah. like a um, it's kind of like a di- like you know how everyone in Diary of a Wimpy Kid or a film like that, everyone's gonna a bit turned up to eleven. Everyone's a bit mm. cartoony. Everyone's a little bit like not a real person. Um, but sometimes you can find that within that, like you think of like Jim Carrey or. Or, or like um, Robin Williams sometimes used to do that. Like, there's a charm because there's a like the actual role itself. Well, is, um, it, it's written well enough for them to bring something charming out of it, or well, they're, something memorable. They're, they're like force of nature performers who, um, yeah, who are just masters. Well, I don't know. I'm not really crazy about that stuff, but uh, but you no, know, but they, they put 100 into it. They go, just they go 110 and. They exactly. improv and they kind of take it for a ride. They embody uh, it. Yeah, and Jack, Jack White White was not, just... Um, he, he's not interested enough to do that. So. No, no. Um, and it, also the character is not interesting enough either, to some extent. Like, they don't really yeah. give him much to, to, to work with. And I know it's Jack Whitehall and that, and he does Well, the, I don't think any of them really are. Like, the girl no, is... No, absolutely not. No. It's just that. She's just the girl, the little girl with the dog. You know she's getting bullied, but there doesn't seem to be any reason why we talk about how like silly the bullying was. Um, oh yeah, you know yeah, I'd yeah, like yeah. to see this kid do a day in uh, in uh, English <laughs> public school. <laughs> yeah, like in between his vibes. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we keep referring to um, obviously for, you, for those who don't know on our Patreon we we actually record ourselves reacting to this film as like a commentary over it um which we kind of described how how we really felt whilst it was it was, it was going on um that's not a shameless plug that's just a context completely contextual um right but no yeah we mentioned about how um like think back to when we were in school and you you'd have like people coming up behind you pulling your trousers down in front of everyone and like actually getting beat up and it was like yeah being not you know not being uh actually being you know what people would consider to be people, bullied yeah such. people ver- verbally verbally bully you as well it's not that they call you like a mean nickname it's a they will flat out say what they think you are <laughs> they're not yeah. gonna be on the bush they'd be like you're poor <laughs> you're poor yeah. and gay you smell, you smell. yeah <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> oh god <laughs> and you obviously I'm not saying you don't buy it, but it's it's just not really like warranted in this. No, There's not really m- any like motive for so them to stupid. dislike dislike her as such. Like she doesn't seem any different for anyone else. Yeah, um, and she's got like the friend. He's like 
I don't know. Oh yeah. Uh, well, this is well. So I forgot he, about him. This this segues into a kind of nice point. I think um, I think there's some bad messaging in this film as well. Um, I, I was like Excellent. thinking about it. And I'm like, yeah, there's some there's some like weird stuff that they kind of package in this film. Um, so Can't wait. so we talked about this baddie. There's like an evil Jeff Bezos type, and um, it's evil. They uh, I don't know. They want to they want to grow big animals for food shortages or something. So they want the big red dog, and that's the baddie. <clears throat> Uh, that, and, it does. Uh, it's literally no deeper than that, by the way. It's um. Well, if, if you want to like, so the films. I guess you can argue the film is being critical of like, um, of companies, and I don't know. I guess if you wanted to extrapolate it, you could say capitalism, sure. Um, but then her like, <laughs> well, you know, like a big evil evil tech company. You know what I mean? Like that's mm. what it's poking. Yeah, at. of course. No, absolutely. You're completely right. I'm just laughing about how ridiculous <laughs> that sounds. <laughs> Um, um, but then, like her friend, her friend is like um, her, his his dad is like an independent uh, has independent wealth. He's like a Chinese like <laughs> um, I don't know what you'd call it. But you know what I mean? He's like smuggling shit into China. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. apparently he's he has a like good a boat guy. business. It's yeah. like okay, <laughs> he just kind of comes in again. It's like we need a boat. Movie? Like, someone, someone. I was watching a review on YouTube. I can't remember who it was now. I tried to get out, but um, they were saying how like, oh, I thought that was going to be the twist that like the kid's dad was like involved with it or something, or he'd be a baddie. But nope, that would have actually been good. It's just fine. <laughs> it's like okay, this is fucking weird. The weird detail for the Clifford movie, um, and the thing about bullying like she goes to this private school and I guess they bully her because she's she's not she's not on scholarship right that's what they say and it's like motherfucker like how is that <laughs> most of the kids who watch this shit are gonna go to public school like no one fucking <laughs> no one's relating to this no one yeah. relates to that shit um and then yeah in that like, case it's really not considered its audience really things or- like the Jack Whitehall character and um him just being this kind of like piece of sh- like, like he's a piece of shit. He's <laughs> one of those characters. He doesn't learn a lesson really. The John Cleese no, character no, no, no. is just this like magical weirdo who's like waiting outside her outside her room <laughs> in the middle of the night. It's uh, there's a lot of like weird stuff going and, on. And they love him. They love him. They, you know, there's yeah, a bit great. where he, even, though they, even though he's cursed them with a fucking big red dog, a massive red dog, <laughs> because it apparently loves them. Um, and then it's there's also the whole vibe that. He, he like died supposedly and they had this whole scene where it was like the emotional thing where it's like, oh god he's died there's no way of fixing the dog and it's and then he just kind of pops up again and everyone's like oh yeah we love you uh, she was like properly traumatic you know traumatized by this old man it's like we we met him at the beginning for a few seconds um in the shop and he was so fucking weird like jack whitehall's character or even jack whitehall as a person must have looked at that performance and gone Something not this something weird about this. This is not like who's if he was the character from like um was it bad occasion? He'd be like, You're weird. <laughs> We're gonna get you away from these kids. Yeah, that'd very be strange. They, they think he's dead. Someone else. Wait a minute. He's not dead. Oh thank goodness. <laughs> someone else died. Okay. Someone else died, yeah. Fucking else. Sucks to be them, I guess. <laughs> fucking mean movie. <laughs> <laughs> it, they they literally had a bit where they were like Jack Whitehall's character was like oh well 
Let's shave that other guy. But the, but yeah, he's not dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But there was a lot of there was a lot of like that separation where the, it kind of spoke what adults were thinking watching yeah. it. Yeah, it, it felt a bit but like that, yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, like, it was weird. Very strange. Yeah. But I was like, that's why I think it's bad. Don't bring it up. Don't be like kind of aware of it and then put it into the adult bit. Um, yeah, very, very stiff. This film was. It was yeah, very, it's very a, stiff. It's a clunky, plasticky movie. Yeah, it's you know, and again, man, it's it's stuff. I I think you can kids films. There's no charm. Kids films can be so, uh, can be interesting in their own way. They don't have to be written off as just kids' films. Yeah. Talk about Paddington all the time. There's plenty of animations that do a great job. Because it's like... Paddington rules, man. <laughs> <clears throat> it's amazing. Yeah, you know, it's like a generally very good film. It's very well written. It's generally funny. Like, it, yeah, and it looks good. Like, that, that was my other thing with this. Like, it looks so bad. It looks like just... Like, they, yeah, like they just shot in a park. It looks like a CW show. It, it's really just ugly. And... Um, you know, where was, like, the... You, you got, like, this illustrative children's book character. Why not, like, have a bit more fun with it? Even the... um, They do, like, the kind of allusion to that in, in the opening and the ending. Where they have it kind of in the drawn style. Yeah, they... they and even yeah. that was fucking just shit. <laughs> it just yeah. looked horrible. Like, do a nice animation or something, or I don't know. Anything. I really hope that the person who who wrote or created Clifford isn't alive today. <laughs> because that would have been extremely infuriating, I think. You don't need to read the books to know this is nothing like what the books are. Um, I think some some of the characters share the same names and all this, but by and large, it's it's ridiculous. Like, there's no, there's nothing in here that really makes me think. Yeah, this is really well pulled from any form of original content. Because if this was the original content, um, no one would have vied with it. Um, or thought mm. it was any good. No. Uh, it seems that all the good things that were in the original illustrative text were just not brought through and replaced with like a modernised, I guess, like kind of push, whether it's in in terms of its context or its plot. Um, I couldn't it's, say in its characters as well because... Yeah. It really just didn't like have any standout moments. It's really one of the most bland children's films I've seen. Because sometimes you watch these fucking dumb kids' films. So vanilla. And like, it wasn't even vanilla. Just like <laughs> Sometimes ice. you watch these films and, you know, there's like a joke that's like, okay, that got a, that got a laugh out of me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, or there's like a funny visual gag or, or you're like, oh, they, you know, that's, it's funny that they made that, you know, that's kind of cute. There's none of that in this. It's fucking, it's fucking boring. What a fucking shame. Um. Yeah, don't don't know why they made it. Don't know what the point was. Um, I don't even know. If, I think it's not done well. Um, so. Oh, who would have guessed? Wow, wow. Yeah, who would have guessed? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm glad it hasn't done well. It should. These things should not be made. Very weird um, film. Yeah. Adaptations for no reason that don't provide anything new or charming about what it's basing it off. It could have just been called. A big red dog, or like magic in the park. That's a good point. probably not probably not magic in the park. That doesn't sound right. But um, <laughs> like um, or or big dog, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it had anything to do with Clifford the Red Dog. That is a good um, point. 
It could have just been anything. Why was it called? It could have been what like, I mean. just a big, big animal movie. Well, I guess because of the that some studio bought the uh, bought the rights, and they're like, "Ooh, honey, I grew the dog." <laughs> right. <laughs> that would probably you make know? more money if yeah, they wanted to uh, I think, cash grab. I think, yeah, cash grab a title. Absolutely. It's just a really questionable thing when you know these movies aren't cheap. Um, and they require a lot of people to do all the post-production and the pre-production production, obviously. Mm. Uh, yeah. These things, yeah, they're not cheap. And this money comes from somewhere, you know. Um, That's what I, I want to mean, know. I think, I think that like... I want to know who sat down with their moolah and went... Well, I think, this is brilliant. <laughs> I think that's going to make about, me money. I think that subplot about the Chinese billionaire was a uh, was signalling that this film is just like <laughs> where's this money coming money from? Money laundering or something? <laughs> oh so, god! No idea. I dread to th- I dread to believe it, but uh, you know, money laundering to make this film that ma- that makes complete sense. Yeah, it does. It adds up. <laughs> Do you have any final thoughts on Clifford, the big red dog? No. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. big red disappointment. Um, big it was disappointment. It, it was really quite horrendous. Um, and yeah, stop making really uh, um, hollow-hearted kids films. It sucks, mm. and kids don't like it either. I imagine. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of my final thought on this. Is just I don't even think kids even want this. You know. No. And who, it, who fucking reads? big red dog nowadays I don't know I assume that's a very small <laughs> like young young children's well, t- target audience you know um, oh god and it was based in New York and it's like I don't know if they if those kind of kids even care I remember when I worked at the cinema and people would bring these kids into these kind of films and it's like why like why why, why did you even bring them because they ain't watching it they're running up, up they're running up and down the aisle screaming <laughs> You know, <laughs> it, well, I always—it's it's not a break <laughs> from the monotony yeah. of your of your life. I, I don't understand it. I, don't, I feel like they don't really—they don't appreciate it. These films won't stick with them when they grow up. Um, <clears throat> well, here's a, yeah, here's a question, Alex. What 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 moral or or yeah, what morals do you think this uh, this lovely children's film tried to teach children? What was the what was the message here? Well, it was just a generic. Epitaph about loving everyone with an open heart. That, that was what it was about, right? <laughs> That's what they say at the end. He just loves yeah. everyone and we love him. Let's go get that dog. No, please, stop! No, I, I have something I have to say! <laughs> my name is Emily Elizabeth and this is my dog, Clipper. I know he's bigger than most dogs, but he's also the kindest, most loving dog in the whole wide world. He's a freak. It's dangerous. No, he's not dangerous. He's just different. That's all. I know how he feels because I know what it's like to not fit in. Just because you're different, it it doesn't mean that it's okay to be teased or bullied. And I'm going to guess that many of you know how much that hurts. I mean, it's... Someone once told me it's the people who are unique. They're the ones who change the world. <laughs> if Clipper was just a regular dog, we wouldn't all be here. We've got to stand up for him. Emily's right. That's yeah. yeah, right. That dog saved my life. <laughs> he doesn't hurt anyone. He just, he loves. 
But that felt like a more problematic thing. Like, that felt more like um, like a plot thing as opposed to like a like a moral. Like, I feel like kids' movies, no matter what form they come in, they they're usually done to to emphasise like a um, like a moral or like a a mindset that's that's like a healthy mindset. Like you think about to some films that you watch that kind of shape you as kids. Um, a lot of Pixar films do that. Um, and it's sometimes like hidden, sometimes it's not, sometimes it's very, this hadn't, I don't think it had anything. It was like, yeah, like love everyone and you know, all this stuff and everyone comes together and, but there's no motive for any of that. It's just, they say it. Yeah, but they don't mean that. Doesn't really relate to anything that was happening because nothing really made sense. So you, and, and it doesn't treat kids like they know what's going on either um, I think some of the best kid movies is where it leaves it up to your imagination and it leaves you the breadcrumbs and then kids usually figure it out on their own and then they feel either clever or they, that's how, I guess how you learn from it there's nothing really here it's just kind of like a a thing happens and then a thing happens and a thing happens and then something said that's like oh well we should all just love each other and then it's just like that's it there's nothing that's you know it's um there's no really good form of to- like storytelling here at all it's incredibly generic um and i wouldn't even like i wouldn't recommend like my my sister to to be like oh like the nieces should watch this you know what i mean mm. um like no it's it's not good it's not there's nothing i don't think there's any substance in this whatsoever that people will enjoy um cuz even jack whitehall's not very like he's kind of weird like, do you think like kids would love Jack Whitehall? Um, or his character? No, because he's kind of just a bit like he's just so. Like, I don't know. It's un-charming. hard. I mean, like, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure babies. You know, I'm sure babies would be enamoured by it. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, any any child that's God. like a bit more conscious, competent. I yeah, I don't think they would even. I don't think they would care much for it. To be honest. Well, that's, I think that's our main point is that if kids don't even like it, there is, there's going to be absolutely no hope is there for, for the rest of the world. I don't know. If you listen um, and you have children, write to us. Let's don't say. let them watch this. Well, no, yeah. make them. <laughs> no, make, oh yeah, of course. Make them watch the, our review with it as well. Obviously, we need, obviously numbers boosted up. What are so your thoughts, kids? That'd be much appreciated. Mm. I'm going to give this one a one star out of five. Uh, it was uh, yeah it, you know it, it was lazy it's a very lazy film um, I think we were both equally disappointed as well that we didn't see a big red poo oh, uh, yeah sorry you know heartbroken they do, like they do make a joke about it. they do make a joke about it they do joke about it so I guess I kind of got it but I what wanted, tease I wanted him to do it I wanted him to do a big red poo and he didn't he did do a big red piss so <laughs> pathetic yeah you did, to be fair. Um, and there you go. That's about as um, charming as this film gets. So, yeah, cheers to that. Another mm. one. I, I don't think there's any argument or discussion there. It's, uh... <laughs> yes, yeah, <so laughs> I'm not going to tackle you on that one, Alex. It's a, it's a fat one. Yeah, fat. Um, but hey, if you did But aren't you it. feeling Christmassy now, Yeah, fellas? a little Christmas hey? movie. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, well, if you did watch it, he's red like Christmas. 
let us know what you thought about it. Um, you can get in contact with us on all the socials. We're at Final Draft Pod on Instagram, Final Draft Show on Twitter. We're at Facebook at the Final Draft Podcast. All the links are in the show notes below. Um, mm-hmm. You can also join our Discord, get in touch with us directly. And uh, you can support the show if you like this episode, if you like the show in general, leave us a five-star review on wherever you listen to this. You can also go to patreon.com slash final draft. Five pound a month gives you access to a uh, monthly bonus episode. And uh, as Adam mentioned before, we did do a commentary track for this film. Um, that was that was actually quite fun. Um, it, was a, it was a first for us. It was actually, a first one. It? And uh, I think you can Shame, just get that film. one. You can get that one for any... Um, any donation so if you just chuck us a chuck us a pound or a dollar you'll be able to get that um so yeah if you want to sit through and watch it it's uh, it's worth noting that obviously there isn't the uh the film under that you just play it alongside the film and then uh get our reactions to it of course but, um, don't, yeah if any yeah, you can't team, get if we're not, uh, from yeah we haven't downloaded listen. a copy and are selling it as well you don't get both guys come on now no, of course. Not for a dollar. Of course not. I would never do that. It's not that good of a deal. I would not do that. I would not I would not give people copies of this film. I would never anyway. No. Absolutely not. <clears throat> that would be very bad. Um Thanks for listening as always. <laughs> and sorry about the delays. Uh it's the holidays. You know how it is. Um Yeah, busy too. We've got a Christmas double feature coming up next. I don't know when that's going to be coming, but it will be soon. And then uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Finally, Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That comes out Wednesday for us. So um, In a couple of days. By then we can talk all spoilers. So go go watch it. Two more sleeps. Um, yes. And it's also, of course, uh, we have uh, Eyes Wide Shut and uh, Christmas with the Cranks for the next double feature. So make sure that you get those watched in um, and get in the Christmas mood alongside us it's good it's Christmas season man I'm excited I started playing the Christmas music you know I'm all for it I know you're um, Scrooge and everything you don't like the Christmas music um, that's fine <laughs> um, what's that you know that oh, which one is it that's a good question <laughs> wait you know the one um, it's the most wonderful time of the year that one yeah um, yeah, yeah, yeah you ever notice He's like listing like Christmassy things in that song, and at one point he goes, "And we're telling spooky stories, <laughs> like spooky ghost stories." What? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, he does. I've got to look this up. <laughs> it's the most. <laughs> What's that got by to do An- with Christmas? By, by Andy Williams. Um. Stories. Yeah, it's all yeah. Like spooky ghost stories. There'll be scary ghost stories. Yeah. What fucking Christmas party is he having? That's so weird. There'll be parties for hosting, marshmallows for toasting. <laughs> yeah, there'll be scary ghost stories, and tales of the glories. That is terrible. I don't like that at all. Um, my Christmas hat's going off for that one. Um, I'm all for it. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. See you later. Big love. Bye. <laughs> Tell some ghost stories.